everyone. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast, an in-person, in-studio episode of DadCast. I am your host, JP, joined by the other host, Nick Martin. Nick, how are you, dude? What's up? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. You could look at that camera, too. Oh, yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> we are joined today with an awesome uh, old friend, guest, musician. Uh, he's the man. He's leaving us. His name is Billy Lund. How are you, bud? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Is it still, so is it Billy Lund and Whiskey Weekend, or is that no longer a thing? Uh, as of now, it's still a thing. Okay, it's still yeah, we, a thing. We got a final hurrah coming up. Oh, we'll talk about that shortly. So, uh, Billy, um, if you have not heard of DadCast, which I already know you have, uh, we do our best to discuss all things Dad, our adventure, your experiences, our path, where we're going, where we've been. And uh, we tend to sometimes go off the rails. And by tend to sometimes, I mean every single episode. <laughs> so just be forewarned. First question I have for you. The rite of passage. Billy Lund, are you a dad? I am a dad. How I many have, kids? I have two kids, a boy and a girl, seven and three. Seven and three. Yo, gosh, it's been a long time, man. It's been a long Jesus. time. <laughs> That's awesome. Who's Which is the oldest? My daughter. Daughter is seven. So I, my baby girl is eight. This is her. Hi, this is Avery. Thanks for listening to my dad on DadCast. <laughs> I like it. Eight years old. How has that been, man? I mean, your firstborn was a daughter. It changes you, doesn't it? It does. Um, let me just say that she is me in a seven-year-old girl's body. She is everything about her is just like me. The way she eats, the way she talks, the way she negotiates, everything is like me. So, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome having a little mini me. She's a daddy's girl. It's awesome. So what you're saying is she's also a, a really good performer on stage as well. Uh, actually, yes. She, <laughs> she, before she was five, she's been on stage in front of, I mean, I think a crowd of five, six, seven thousand people yeah. singing a song. So she's all about it. That is awesome, man. How and your your son, three. He's three. Three years old. And so two two shots. You completed the set. One yeah, boy, game, one game girl. Over. <laughs> yeah, same with me, man. Um, I also inherited a stepdaughter who nice. uh, is going to be 17 in December. And uh, it's funny. Uh, should I tell the story right off the bat? Let's get okay. There. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get there eventually. Oh, yeah. Okay. But he here's uh, a little bit of advice Cherish and everything you have right now, though. <laughs> so she is scheduled to get her driver's license or take the test uh, in like a week or two. Okay. Yeah, right before Thanksgiving. And on Thanksgiving, uh, the family, we plan on driving the six-hour drive down to Reno through wintry, mountainous roads. And so we've got this group text going on with the family. And my sister, she texts, uh, everyone, are you coming, et cetera, et cetera. And Chloe chimes in. Chloe, I I'm sorry, darling. I'm sharing this. I'm, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know how it works. And she says, this is Chloe. I think I'll be coming. I just really wish my mom would let me drive my own car and trail her on the way. Yikes. My response, LOL. <laughs> Chloe, A, you don't even have a license yet. B, why would we take two cars if not needed? C, there's no way a brand new driver drives winter roads through mountains. Her response, ugh. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked you didn't throw in, hey, why didn't you ask me along with your mom? Because she knows my answer. <laughs> And she knows that it's not a snowball's chance in hell that that is going to happen. And also, she hasn't even passed her driver's license test yeah. yet. I mean, there's a possibility that that won't even happen. And if that does happen, well, then all, all bets are off. All argument does not even need it. But it's coming, Billy. 
I it think, is coming. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my daughter's asked if she could drive me places before already. So, oh, yeah. So, you know. Mine's got the little Barbie scooter. Oh, she yeah. like, unfortunately, this 255-pound uh, frame, did the battery, not enough battery power to get that thing going. Yeah, yeah. My daughter's got one of those electric uh, yeah. electric go-ped scooter things, and uh, it kind of sketches me out watching her ride that. That thing. is awesome, man. It's not so going to lie, I've been on it, too. But, <laughs> it's so cool, man, because, you know, you know, I work in radio, and you have, uh, and the band, you've come into, gosh, numerous times over the years. Yeah. Um, the first being well before you were a father. Yes. And here we are sitting down, and you are the father of two, seven, and three, isn't it? it it's so cool. And it, and like I said, not just the father, but it changes you. How, how have you grown or not grown since you became a dad? I've grown a lot. Um, Examples. Patience. Okay. I, uh, if you ask anybody who's known me forever, uh, patience was not my strong suit ever in life. And uh, since having kids, they've been tested, I mean, daily. And, oh, yeah. And uh, it's one of those things where my patience has gotten a lot better. I, I can't say it's always good, but but it's, it's come a long ways over the years. Um, I make decisions based on my kids now. Um, everything, everything from music to just everyday life. Um, I, I got to the point in music where I started booking gigs that only like where my kids could go to. My daughter loved it so much. I'd bring her up on stage. My daughter's got to be on stage and she got to open for, uh, Mark Chestnut. She got to open for Tracy Bird. She's got to open for all these people singing a song with me on stage. Mark Chestnut and Tracy Bird. They actually closed for your daughter just yes, for the record. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so, uh, it's it's one of those things. I just I, I changed the way that I uh, I look at life and and make decisions, and a lot of those decisions are based on my kids. Now, do you feel that that happened overnight, or was it a progressive type thing? Um, it happened pretty quickly. Uh, as soon as I held that that little baby girl, um, I could tell you I, the first time I heard her cry, it made, I felt like my head was spinning. And uh, from that moment on, it was it was all about her. And then obviously the the boy came a few years later. Yeah everything's based on them. It was the same kind of for me. As soon as my son was born, um, I made a conscious decision whether I wanted to or not that morning to stop doing meth, coke, and heroin. Um, so Good choice there. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Total joke. 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 Every camera. Uh, yeah. It, it's crazy how, whether you want to or not, how we just instantly grow up. And you're a young guy. I'm. Th you're in your 30s, right? Yeah. I can't say I'm grown up, but yeah, you know. well, <laughs> I hear you, you know, I still, I'm, I'm going to be 47 this year, Billy. Wow. And, uh, I, I don't feel a day over 27. I look it, but it, okay. I do feel it. Let me rephrase. I mentally don't feel like I'm over 27, but the decisions I make now yeah. are just like you, man, everything I do every single day, typically, because you can't say everything you do all the time is for your children, but all those big decisions, going to work, getting up every day, doing everything we need to do, it's 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 for them. Yeah. And I hope they appreciate that. Looking at you, I know you're gonna watch this, boy. <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. My daughter, dude. <laughs> well my seventeen year old, I make decisions based on her and it could be like the worst thing in the world. She's like, No. I hate you, Dad. <laughs> well, but that, that's, you know, I don't want to say it's typical, but, you know, uh, percentage-wise would say that, you know, that's what happens. There's a daddy's girl, 
And you you gotta you gotta hold on to that for dear life, man, because thirteen years old, even eleven, twelve, you're gonna see it start to whether you want to or not, it, they're just you know, they they develop their own sense of being, their own personalities, their their own independence, and there's this that natural disconnect until about nineteen twenty when they get past it. And then they're gonna come back, man. I promise you, Nick. I hope so. It's it's gonna well, happen. My oldest daughter is yeah. for sure. I know, which is a great story. Yeah. Have you heard this story, Billy? I haven't. So I have a daughter that's 21. I saw her once when she was born, was out of her life, pretty much her whole entire life, and finally just reconnected with her. Oh, that's awesome. So kind of we had Mike Estes on, and kind of the same story that he had. He was just, you know, we were both selfish when we were younger and didn't make decisions based on our kids. And so... You, you missed that whole I hate you stage, though. Yeah. Right, so that's cool. Well, no, no. I got a little bit of that oh, a few you did? years okay. ago. <laughs> got a nice letter a that's, few years ago. That's literally the only piece he got, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, okay. <laughs> you suck as a dad. You were never there. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, what's, it's just. I'm here now. It's so. not how you start. It's how you finish. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you would, we could quote you on that and say that's the original author, Billy Lund. But <laughs> I know that's said a billion times before. Um, so does the daughter... Well, of course she does. She realizes, what's her name again? Kinsley. Kinsley. Kinsley realized that, you know, at least in her own mind, and, and, and for lack of a better way to put it, Billy Lund, you are a pretty big star when it comes to music, <laughs> at least around here. Sure. Um, and you are, man. Okay. You, you've played some amazing shows with some amazing artists. Does Kinsley grasp and realize that dad's a superstar? She doesn't... Uh... She doesn't really grasp a whole lot with it. She just knows that she likes being the center of attention. I get and, that. Uh, and getting on stage. She doesn't even know who half these people are. Um, Tracy Bird, for me, was was the ultimate as far as, as far as like the opening gigs and stuff like that. And they know that. They know that I'm a big fan. And uh, so now, like, they have a sucker that's a watermelon sucker. They call it a watermelon crawl sucker okay. and, and things like that. Uh-huh. But they don't really grasp, uh, you know, the fact that, that I've been doing this for, you know, what's well, been 10 or 11 years now time, and, yeah. and some of the stuff that we've got to do. Um, they just know that they enjoy it and it's fun for them. So just wait till they're a little bit older till she's like 13 and she's, and she starts saying, Hey dad, remember that one time with that one dude and yeah. starts asking you to hook on her up with like different shows. Oh yeah. yeah. She, she's asked me that before there's people she wants to meet right now. She's a big Chris young fan. She, uh, she gets on the Alexa uh-huh. and uh, turns on Chris Young and does her ballet dances and all this stuff. To but I'm just happy that she likes country music. So that's cool. <laughs> I love that. Um, first of all, I'm glad my Alexa isn't in here because Chris Young would have just started playing, <laughs> which is not which is a good thing. To get me wrong, but it would interrupt it. Um, your son, what's his name? Jackson. Jackson and Kinsley. Good names, man. Good good names. Um, he's three. Yep. Do you have more of a sense of pride because you're a father to a son as well? Or is is it different? I mean, I, I'm not saying do you love one or another, one of the kids more or less, you know, more than the other. But is it a different feeling as a father for you? It, it is. Um, so when I, I'm not going to lie, when when my daughter was born or when we found out we were having a girl, I was like. Man, I kind of wanted a boy. Yep. But when my daughter was born, I forgot all of that, you know. Um, with the boy, he's a, he's a mama's boy. And I think that's a pretty standard thing when boys are, are yep. younger. They yep. they kind of go more towards the mom. And 
Um, just recently, like the last six or eight months, he's kind of start been, you know, he's more about dad now and he wants to do the superheroes and he wants to fight and he wants to wrestle and play baseball. And so, um, yeah, I mean, for me, having a boy is, is huge. Um, it, you know, obviously it's going to carry on, on my last name and all of that, but, um, you know, I get to experience the boy dad things like taking him to, taking him to baseball games and football games and, you know, my daughter's into ballet and gymnastics and cheerleading and stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'll support every bit of that. But, <laughs> hey, but no, no, I get it, man. But, you know, having that boy side of things is, is pretty awesome. It is. Um, for I was the same way, except I had my son first. And it was the same way. I want a boy, want a boy. And then I found out the lady was pregnant again. And I even wanted, I wanted my son to have a brother. The, the, the idea of having a girl with how I was growing up and just it scared me, you know, Oh man, having a girl, but I'll tell you what the day she was born. And to this day, I, I can't believe I ever, ever thought that she is, she's, oh, she's so dang important in my life. And it's just the amazing. And don't get me wrong. I love my son, but it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so much different having that baby girl. So totally get it. Um, switching gears. Okay. So Billy Lund and Whiskey Weekend, musician. We haven't really discussed much that yet here on the episode. Big country band around here. You are leaving us. I am. Okay. Where are you moving to and why? I am moving to Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, we are leaving sometime after the first of the year, around the first of the year. Um there's a number of reasons. Um, a big part of it is my kids. Okay. Um, you know, my, my daughter's seven, my boy's three, and they've never had a summer here without smoke. Um, Chuching nail on head. If there was a reason I'd ever move, I swear to God, that would be, oh, yeah. that would be Definitely. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, her birthday's in June. We gave her her, we got her a trampoline this year for her birthday and we gave it to her in April because we knew that in June she wasn't going to be able to play with it. Right. You know, and, I mean, that's part of it. Um, you know, we, I won't get too far into it, but, you know, here in the state of Oregon, there's some things that have changed over the last few years um, that I don't necessarily align with. Okay. Um, I don't like some of the stuff that's being implemented into some of the school school. System. I'm assuming I mean, we're talking political and COVID and all that. Uh, some of it. Okay. Not, we not don't, all of it. We don't have to get yeah, into yeah, detail we, if you don't want to, but we can. I, mean, I can. I, I, I don't have do any. It. Let's dive into this. Let's, all right. I yeah. Like I mean, yeah. so obviously, uh, you know, I'm, I, I have my uh, political beliefs and I don't really get into my, my political stuff too much with a lot of people, but um, I, I, can, I can say that I don't align with the, the way that our state is being run right now. Fair enough. Uh, <clears throat> Kate Brown. Yes. Yes. That would, that would be a big part of it. Um, the other part is, is in the school system, I've, I've heard some things that are being implemented, um, some stuff that just got passed, I guess that would kind of go back to Kate Brown. Also, right. um, you know, in Tennessee it's, they've had normal life for, for a year and a half, almost two years now. And, you know, I don't want my kids to have to think about putting a mask on when they go into a grocery store. And I, that may not be a popular opinion as far as, uh, how everybody looks at things, but I don't want that to be normal life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was leaving for work one day and, uh, I think I was flying to Portland of all places. And my wife's like, Hey, is there any, uh, spots that you could transfer to with work? And I was like, that's a weird question. So I took it and I ran with it. And, uh, basically I kind of just do it, did some investigating. I've always wanted to live in Tennessee my whole life. I can, yeah. I can kind of mm-hmm. take that back since I was probably eight years old. I've always wanted to live in Tennessee. And so I kind of started investigating and, 
it turned into a trip to Tennessee, and we we did the whole state. We uh, we did Knoxville, uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Nashville, Franklin, Brentwood. Like we drove around the whole state, and we fell in love with Knoxville. And uh, so I was like, "Hey, what do you think?" And we were both kind of at a point in our lives where. You know, I, I felt like everything negative was happening from all angles. You know, you you turn on the news, it's negative. You go on social media, it's negative. Even even as far as my job goes, you know, I have customers that are mad because I can't get things because of supply mm-hmm. chain issues, yep. and which isn't you know an organ thing. But I just felt like it was time for a change, and and uh, I guess no better time than now to do it. I haven't played music too much in the last couple of years, and um, I've really enjoyed spending time with my family and camping and going on trips and doing all that stuff. So that's where we're at. And speaking of music, uh, Tennessee is not a horrible place to go to if you're a country guy. Just say it. Yeah, it's not. And and it's kind of cool because um, over the last few years, or well, last 10 years, I've kind of established some relationships. And uh, when we were out there, what was it Labor Day weekend, um, we met Daryl Worley on Broadway and went and watched a couple bands with him. Um, he invited us to go to the Grand Ole Opry. He was playing the Opry wow. that night. Oh, sweet. And so, uh, you know, we got to go to the Opry. And so, you know, he has he has a house out in, uh, I guess, southwest Tennessee. And so he's like, yeah, we can you can come over, hang out over here. And then, you know, there's, there's some other folks out there that I know. And so, you know, I might start exploring um, the other side of music, like I was telling you guys when I got here. Yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for, you know, booking and, even even maybe management someday. I just I know that it would be cool to work in the music industry. Have you ever dived into? And I'm assuming yes, but the people need to know into the producing side of your music. Uh, not too much. Okay, um, I've kind of stayed away from that. Um, I've you know I've learned a little bit of of stuff over the years as far as that stuff goes, but I that, the technical side of it is is a little more difficult for yeah. me. That's just that's where we're opposite. That that's the easy part for me. It's actually playing an instrument. Yeah. Which <clears throat> I used to be a bang up trumpet player for the record back in the day. Nice. And my son is taking that up. I'm gonna bring a trumpet in just so you can prove it. <laughs> okay. Dude, I'll yeah. TikTok that the hell out of that later if you want me to. Dude, it's it's I'm great gonna... because <laughs> so I first of all, uh Billy, I wish you Godspeed and good luck on all the adventures on the move. Um, we've got some connections and friends in Tennessee as well. A um, couple guys in a band you may have heard of, Lit, just yeah. comes to mind right off the bat. Uh, maybe we can share information with you when you guys get out there in a collaboration because they Absolutely. have a country project they got going on as well. Nice, mm-hmm. yeah. That would be a, that would be a pretty cool thing to do and see and hear, and it'll give us an excuse to come out and do a podcast on the road with all y'all. Exactly. I'm going to tell you, you make one trip out to Tennessee, you're not going to need to make excuses. Oh, to go I keep getting told. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm incredible. Like, oh, and also yeah. the real the, the real estate prices, yeah. uh, insane. And yeah. I mean, you spend four hundred grand here, like the house I live in. Right. It, 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 it sure as hell is not worth 400 well, in today's market. It is, mm-hmm. but you know, 10 years ago, that was a $160,000 house. Right. It's yep. a great neighborhood. Nice house. Don't get me wrong, but you drop 400 grand in Tennessee somewhere, even like the richest area. If you want to call it, man, you are living like a friggin' King on a couple acres. And, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a river running through it. Most of the houses out there that we've looked at, um, 
I mean, the, you know, out here you look at it's like boom, 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 house after house, yeah. right next, right on top of each other. Out there, everything's on a half acre plus. Yeah, that's um, yeah, less than three hundred yeah, grand. I'm, very I'm desirable. <laughs> so it's either Vegas it's v- v- or uh, Tennessee or both. Yeah. Okay. If we sell the podcast for enough, we'll oh. do Vegas and Tennessee. There you go. A summer home in Tennessee. <laughs> exactly. Oh yes. All right. Gig. So you're yeah, talking about the trumpet here. So my son, a uh, little, little story I'd like to share. I don't think we've talked about this on podcast yet. Um, I mentioned I had played a trumpet from second grade through my first year of high school. And then in high school, I decided I do not want to be a band geek. In the 90s, it was still band nerd. wasn't cool to be playing an instrument. I wanted to be the sports guy, the jock. So I transitioned to football, uh, played one year of football, then I crashed a motorcycle. And, but I digress. Uh, I stopped playing the trumpet. If I had kept playing that thing today, I would be like really, really, really good. Cause I was really, really good by the time I finished back then. So I've moved a bunch of times in the process of getting to Oregon and the trumpet has always come with me, but it survived a flood like 15 years ago. And I never even opened the thing. I just kept carrying with me and my son expressed interest. So I whipped the trumpet out and not a pretty sight the, the it seized all the, t- and the thing, but it was dirty and just in a really expensive silver Yamaha trumpet I said, sorry, son, you can't play this one, but I'm going to see about getting this thing fixed. So you can. So I went and uh, got it repaired. The guy sold me a trumpet for $75 that I could bring back to my son. And I brought it back to him, presented it to him. And Sawyer is now two weeks into his trumpet career in sixth grade. Proud Papa, because, you know, it has shifted. It is now cool to be playing in band and music in high school. And regardless of all that, I'm trying to instill in him because I didn't have that from my dad. I mean, my my parents were great. Don't get me wrong. But there was never a, well, if you want to do it, go ahead. If you don't want to do it, that's cool, too. You know, you know, if he had pushed me and said, this isn't important, what other people think right now, I'd probably still been playing it. So yeah. I've been instilling that on him. It's cool. It's fun. If you love it, go with it. I will support you. If you don't, give it another couple months. But if you really don't want to, let's try another instrument, man. Because, you know, I'd be cool with him playing the guitar or singing, too. But anywho, long story short, he's following his dad's footsteps, and I'm pretty proud of that fact. Absolutely. All right. That's yep. awesome. So yeah, so along that those lines, my son Ashton, he graduated last year. Yeah. But he did band. He was like played football, junior high, basketball, junior high, was really good at sports. Got into high school. He's like, Dad, I want to play drums in the band. I'm like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, first bomb. <laughs> so like, you know, not knowing that band geeks get the girls, like he starts showing up at the house two, three chicks at a time. I'm like, what is this about? <laughs> what have times changed? Yeah. I'm like well, but drummers always had it. You know, you play, exactly. you play the drums, yeah. you know, if you're in a, now being in a band in high school was, is badass even back then, but yes. being in band in high school was for me was not the cool thing to do either. Yeah. I know. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I sacrificed myself. I'm like, I'm going to go play football, but yeah. Do you uh, see your kids? I, I know your your little girl's a big old stage hog, and she loves the limelight and all that, like you said. But do you see? Is there any musical t- uh, genes in them? Do you see yet? Uh, yeah, my my daughter she sings. Um, she told us this year for Christmas she wants a guitar. Um, I would love to see her uh, 
get a fiddle. I think it'd be cool to have a, a little girl fiddle player. Okay. Like, yeah. Know, when we were at the Opry that night, actually, there were some young kids on there. Uh, and it was like cool. a fiddle, fiddle champions of different age groups and stuff. And I was like, man, that'd be pretty cool. So, yeah, she's uh, she's all about it. My little boy, he uh, just wants to listen to Down to the Honky Tonk by Jayco and 40 <laughs> times in a row. Cool. But, you know, it's 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 a start, I guess. He hasn't really experienced me I'd, playing I'd give music anything either. for your life. Yeah, you could, be, you could be in Nick's, in Nick's situation here. It's freaking Coco Melon every oh, day, no. all day. <laughs> Do you even know what Coco Melon yeah, is? Okay. It's, it's the most horrible thing in the world is what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my boy, he's... Uh, He's kind of slowly moving that direction, but he he really hasn't uh, experienced us playing music. I mean, it's been almost two years yeah. since COVID started, and you know he was about a year old when it all when it all kind of stopped. Yeah. So he doesn't remember it. He's he watches videos like they like getting on YouTube and watching videos and things like that. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that that it's been that long to where mm-hmm. he doesn't know anything about it. So your girl's in second second grade, right? Yeah. So last year was the whole shit show with COVID Mm -hmm. Um, first grade kind of, and you know what I'm getting at here is how did you and your family navigate COVID in school with your kids, especially with the way you lean politically? Cause I'm right there with you, you know, just full disclosure to the world where I think we all are. Um, We've come to terms with masks and, and, and vaccinations and all that, but that's not, how did you all navigate that? So we we have a really lucky situation. Um, I don't know if you you know my sister in law. Yeah. Um, she owns the Rocky Tonk down the road, and uh-huh. she literally lives right next door to us. Okay. So um, my niece is there also. My mother in law has kind of been involved in my kid's life since day one, um, and she's also been involved in my niece's life since day one. And so we're really really lucky to have her. She lives with Nisha next door, um, and between my wife. Uh, my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law, we put like a school system. We built a, we bought those old school desks. Oh, with the, the built-in with the chair. chair. With the chairs connected. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So we bought a couple of those. We made like a classroom in my sister-in-law's house. You know, they had their little cubbies and all this stuff. And uh, they they did school uh, at home for as long as is necessary. I mean, obviously, I wanted my kids to have the opportunity to be in school. Right. Jackson actually just started preschool this year, which is pretty cool. Okay. Nice. Um, and... That's that kind of goes back to the other thing is my daughter, she's she's just so outgoing. She wants to talk to anybody. And my son is not. He's the complete opposite, but he hasn't been socialized like her. Right. And it's it's pretty crazy watching the difference between the two of them. He's like, I think he once told me I don't like people. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so so my daughter, she likes all the people. He doesn't like any of them. And she was in daycare since three months old. He had my mother-in-law yeah. there, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's pretty crazy the the difference between. I mean, they're they're night and day as far mm-hmm. as their personalities go. So yeah, I mean, as far as COVID goes, though, we uh, we just did the best we could, and you know, some days they were pulling their hair out, uh, you know, trying to trying to figure out the Zoom stuff and all this other craziness. Oh but, man! But yeah. it wasn't all online. It was like once or twice a week they would they would get on a zoom and they would see all their friends and oh, cool. and do that whole deal and then the rest of it was they emailed the homework we printed or my wife printed everything you know so they actually had paper and they're not doing it on tablets and nice. things like that just to make it more like school but i'll tell you i mean between between the three of them they did a really good job navigating the whole thing yeah, nice it was rough for high school like seeing my oh, daughter yeah. like 
being with all her friends her freshman year and then her whole sophomore year she just lost everything yep I, like and it's sad how like high school kids are so petty like if you can't be with them every day they jump to the next crowd and yeah kick you to the curb so it's it's crazy for me to think about like watching these kids last year that graduated um not get to graduate yeah not not get to walk with their friends and and i'll tell you for me I mean, my four years of high school were incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Not necessarily the school part, but, you know, I enjoyed right. being, everything, being in everything that happened. Yeah, like, yeah. like everything else. And, and they're missing out on this. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're seeing all kinds of, you know, behavioral issues and things coming mm-hmm. up with, with kids nowadays. And, I mean, it's hard, man. It's not, it's not really Yeah, I wish fault. they would have figured out a way to do even smaller classroom settings or something just to keep the kids together. And navigate through it other than send them all home and do it all on zoom it was just well, absolutely stupid it's <laughs> and, it, and it goes back to what we kind of talked about earlier it's an ever-changing uh ever-changing thing all of a sudden they're like yeah you got to yeah. stay six feet apart well now all of a sudden it's three feet and yeah. and then it's this well, see, I, and then I have it's some that. like serious crazy issues my my little guy my my one-year-old had he's had COVID three times really and we're like super freaking careful like wow. we were i'm vaccinated my wife is vaccinated we if if Walmart's like super packed, we won't even go in the store. So it's like, how the hell does he keep getting COVID? Wow. So yeah. So it's like like actually test, tested a, wow. actually tested positive three separate times, months apart, months apart. So it's like, like how far apart? Um, three to six months apart. Which is which is crazy yeah. too. Um, so it's like he's either not getting the antibodies or he's got some serious issues with his immune system or something. And we, we don't how, know. how does he do with it though? When, when um, he, has he it? gets really sick, like the first time he was really sick for like two weeks. The second time it was about three or four days, and then this last time was three or four days. So just like, have unbearable. you had it? I, yeah, I got it once. So I got I got, I got it once. with him when I got it. Oh really? <laughs> Didn't I, know I had it, and I did not get it. Weird. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty crazy how all that happens because I've had it. Uh, everybody in my house has had it. Uh, my kids didn't have anything from it. Mm-hmm. They were, and that was hard because we were both sick and they were running around like yeah. crazy people. Right. And when it's weird too, seeing like different people, like my buddy that owns Oregon Port and Pizza Authority in Grants Pass, he got it and ended up in um, ICU for like six months. Yeah. I almost died. And I, and I've known people, I know people who have, who have died from it. And it's, that's the thing though, is you just, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody's different. I think that, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to discount COVID by any means. I just, uh, I, I just think that there's gotta be a point where we figure this out and, uh, yeah. and move forward with our lives and stop, yeah. stop all the, well, and all the, the craziness. All the hate too, just like the, yeah. the total bullshit of if you're wearing a mask and people just dogging on you for it, like. And vice versa. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm not better than you because yeah. you don't wear a mask or do yeah, and vice right. I'm not man, you know, and, and I'm just, don't get me wrong. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't like wearing a mask. I don't like Matt. Like we said, I don't like masking my kids up. I hate it to be yeah, perfectly yeah. honest, but I do it out of respect for the people who do. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever it's, it's not that big a deal to me. It really isn't. Now you, maybe it is. And that's friggin' fine. Yeah. That is all good. I'm not going to see you in the store and be like, Oh, it's not like that. Yeah. That mentality is the first step into that brave new world that or at least the brave old world it should be yeah and it's tennessee sounded good well i'm just saying so you know i i i like to have respect for people also but i also like people to have respect for the other side and and you're not necessarily seeing that and i had a i had a moment if you will where everything was open back up 
it was that, I think it was the end of June, maybe, right? or whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Everything was a full go, no mask, no nothing. Yeah. And then like two weeks later, yep. and, and I called it, I called this was going to happen, that basically she brought the, the mandates back, extended the state of emergency, and then scaled it back again. And I'm like, I, I called it before it was going to happen. And I said, you know what? I called everybody I knew. I said, I'm done. I'm not wearing mask anymore. If I can't, if I can't go in somewhere without a mask, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Right. And, and it's not, and I, I'm not going to be mad at anybody. If they ask me to put one on, that's their job. That's right. their business. Exactly. That's, I'm, I'm going to respect that. But as far as, uh, me wearing a mask, when I go to the grocery store, I don't wear a mask. I don't necessarily take my kids into stores too much. I, I try to be cautious with my kids, obviously. Um, but I will take them places and, and go out right. in public. And, you know, it got to the point where, my wife, she doesn't like wearing a mask either. My wife's a nurse. She's She's been vaccinated, that whole thing. But she was afraid to go into places without wearing a mask. And, you know, you go into places now, half the people aren't anyway. And isn't that a freaking how there's the mind has yes. been afraid to walk into a place for probably backlash. reaction, backlash, yeah. someone it, ridiculous. Yeah. And we were walking into a store one day and I, I didn't have my mask on and I just said, look. You could do what you want, but take the mask off. Yeah. She goes, okay. We walked in and nobody even gave us a second look. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing is I'm in control of my life. You're in control of your life. And, you know, and I think that I'm going to make, I'm going to make decisions based on my personal beliefs, my personal health. And that's the thing going forward with all this COVID stuff is, you know, everybody's taking the precautions to protect themselves. And that's what we need to do to be able to move forward with it. I, I can't live my life based on, you know, uh, this guy down the street. I'm going to be as respectful to them as I possibly can because I don't I don't want to be responsible for getting anybody sick. If I feel sick, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to do the stuff Ex- that you're and supposed there you go. to do. Exactly. exactly. But, but it has to get to a point where we just live our lives. It can't, it can't just continue like this. And that's part of the reason why we're going to Tennessee is – They've been doing that for two years. And you know what? So let me ask you on, on concerts and stuff. Do they do the same stuff that they do with Brit where you have to show a vaccine card or a negative test? Which I'm going to the Tennessee-Georgia game next weekend. ridiculous. <laughs> next weekend I'm going to see oh, Tennessee-Georgia. Awesome. And I looked before I bought tickets. There's no mask requirements. Uh-huh. There's no vaccine requirements. You nice. just go and you watch football. That's awesome. Because it doesn't make sense to yeah. have a vaccine and then test everybody that doesn't have a vaccine. Because you can still get it. Because you can still get it. Yeah. It's yeah, yep. it's yeah counterproductive, and it's like you could have a super spreader if you're if somebody's vaccinated has yeah. COVID and goes to an event. Well, and it's and that's the thing is like it's the same as if you're just sick with anything else. Just stay be home. respectful, yeah. stay home, exactly. and and get better, and then go on with your life. Right. But but you can't just continue down the path we're on. And and you know I, I'm a believer in uh, in you making decisions for yourself and and medical freedom and mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And I'm not anti-vaccine by any means. I, I've had every vaccine that there is. I've had you know my kids are all vaccinated from everything, but I don't like when when the government who I think they can tell you what what you need to do. Like that's I, our I'm stance not a too. In that you know, I'm, I'm anti-mandate. I believe in the vaccine. Yes. Well, eh, I, I do. Ish, right. Ish. I I'm, I I took it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you to, to protect my children <laughs> and sure. my lady who's immune compromised. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's some bullshit if anyone says you have to yeah. and to mess with your livelihood. Yeah. All these nurses, these doctors, all these, I mean, 
I mean, you can go to all our episodes well, in the past. I, we I talk about it. Absolutely January not. January 4th hits, and it's the all, every employer with 100 or more employees. It's going to be bad. It's going to ruin the economy like well, nationwide. More, more so than, than it already has. And yeah. that's the thing is we already have supply chain issues. We already have uh, worker shortages. We already have all this stuff happening. And so then he's going to be like this. You can't work here unless you get the vaccine. Or it's or going to be business owners who say, fuck it. We're just going to close our business because we don't want to make our employees do that. Yeah, but uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot happening between now and then. I, I read an article that uh, I think there's 24 um, states right now that are that are fighting it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's going to be a lot it's of. It's going to be interesting. It's yeah. going to be a crazy, yeah. crazy. I, I want to back up to the okay. sports thing. Georgia won today. They kicked the shit out of Missouri, 43 to 6. So next week, undefeated, taking on Tennessee. Tennessee's not winning that game. but Probably not. But, but are, you, are you rooting for Tennessee? Absolutely. Since you're, dude, I even good. bought a Tennessee t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that nice. orange sickle, man. I love those colors. Yeah. Actually, I hate them because I hate <laughs> the Broncos orange. But anywho, um, are, are you a pro sports fan? I am. Who's your NFL team? Niners. Yes. Uh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, I, they're actually favored uh, to win against the one-loss Cardinals tomorrow. By the way, if you are watching or listening to this episode, it has been taped on November 6th, 2021. So we'll probably end up having be in the playoffs by the time this episode actually drops because okay. we're so far in the can. But So if everyone listening, that's what's going on. That is today. Uh, so if you're like, no, they're not. <laughs> at the time of recording. So I... He's a Niner fan. I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. Okay. Which That's been a rough year. No, not this year. Um, oh, I mean, oh yeah. See, I off, think off I've, field, I yes, guess. I think strictly win loss record, and we're having a pretty good year. Yeah. Five and two, but yeah, it's been pretty bad. Gruden, and then this whole crap with rugs that just yeah. happened. Oh. That's. That's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Don't drink and drive, man. Call a freaking Uber. Like, well, what the hell? dude, it, it, I agree, hundred percent. There's all <laughs> it, actually. And go figure, if you're making the kind of money an NFL player gets, especially a first-rounder friggin' like star, right, you can afford to get a Lyft or an Uber. But even if you somehow had an excuse to where you didn't have your wallet or your card or whatever the case, your phone's, you know, fell at the bottom of a pool, I don't care what your excuse is, did you know that the NFL and in Vegas, they have a partnership mm-hmm. with the players? All you got to do is, you know, Get a phone app, and they'll come get you and take you home. Wow. No problem. So he was just showing off for the lady. But again, you know, this is a touchy, touchy, touchy subject. Someone died yep. in this accident. Um, but And that's why the backlash is so terrible. But I get the root of it. We've all done it. At least I have. I have. I've been 22 and drove drunk and probably did some excessive speed and drove like an idiot like I shouldn't have. And unfortunately, you know. The worst case scenario happened for him, but everyone hating on him so bad right now. I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, I really, I, I feel bad for him too. And if that makes me, you know, if, if you're going to come out and come at me and that's wrong, well, then I'm wrong. I, uh, I had a conversation about this last night actually yeah. with, with some people that I work with and I, I read a thing that uh, Derek Carr came out. If no one else is going to love him. Yeah, yeah. He needs love right now. Yeah. And and the guy's like, oh, he's going to get all the love he needs in prison. And I said, <laughs> I said, that's probably true, but you have to look at the other side of it. I said, I personally know that in your past life or, you know, right. when you were younger, you've drank and drove. Mm-hmm. And 
And you just were lucky enough to not have something that terrible happen. Right. You know, and I'm not, I'm not justifying it by any means. I like, he needs to, he needs to pay for what happened. Yes. He, he yeah. certainly does. Well, he's, but his life is over at this point. His, his NFL career is over. Yep. You know, he has to live with the fact that he killed somebody. You know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff involved, but best case he's doing like two to four years, best case, that, worst case, best. 46 years in prison. Yeah. So Jeez. that's where. I mean, he's going to get what's coming to him, and he also has to live with this the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I have a problem with people saying, hey, I, uh, you know, this guy's, this, he's the worst guy in the world. He's, right. you know, yeah. he needs to, uh, that's fine. You can believe that, but you're just one of the people that are lucky enough that that's never happened to. Right. And I don't, everything I read about him, he sounded like a pretty solid dude. He's, he's other, not other than this. Mistake. He's not a horrible person yeah. at all. People do dumb things sometimes. Yeah, right. And, and, and they don't always result in, in issues like this, but, but they can, Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, and that's, that's, I can't say I, I, right now I can tell you that I've never got into a vehicle and drove drunk. I've, I'll drink a beer and drive. That's about it. Yep. But I've gotten into the car with people who have been drunk before, yep. which is not any better. You know, no, right. I'm a, first of all, I'm not stopping them from driving. And second of all, I'm making the choice to get into it. And I, I don't know. I, uh, I it's, feel bad for the guy. It, I really do. It comes full circle because you're a dad. Yeah. And, sure. and I bet you the thought process is now 180 degree whoosh, yep. turn from back then. Yeah. Same here, man. We I do Lyft and Uber. We have, she has one, I have one and we find whatever one could get us quickest. I hardly drink much I these days as it drinking. is, yeah. but, <laughs> so, but I, yeah. I went to a Halloween party a couple weeks ago Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I went to Hawaii, which, so I did a lot of drinking over the past few, few weeks <laughs> when I normally didn't. But yeah. that night I, that Halloween party, whew, I, did real good. Yeah, me too. And uh, <laughs> I thought he was dead. Like, I'm texting him the next day. I'm like, what the hell? He's not texting me back. Yeah. He's not answering his phone. 46 years old and a hangover does not like 26 years like, old and a hangover, Nick. Post the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I walked home. I've done that plenty of times. And it wasn't, it, thankfully, it was pff, mile and a half, maybe, yeah. uh, through a field, raining, cold. But I was liquored up, man. It didn't, you know. Last time I did that, I ended up naked in the field. Wow. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that story? So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I lived. Remember what I told you about going off the rails, Billy? I like it. So, Grants Pass, I lived. Uh, there's this place called The Outback. It's a seedy, disgusting little bar. I lived. <clears throat> sorry. Lived like two blocks down the road from it. So, I'm like probably five bottles of vodka deep. Ooh. And I decided, oh, I'm not going to drive because I didn't couldn't find my keys. Thank God. So, I walk home. And I pass out in the field. They're in a new, I live in a new subdivision, and they didn't build a house in this one little section, so I pass out there. Somehow I ended up naked, and I lived next door to a state trooper. Oh, God. State trooper comes out at 4 o'clock in the morning, gets me up before all the kids in the neighborhood. Nick, you need to get your ass home. I'm like, oh, shit. Where's my clothes? Where's my wallet? Like butt naked? Like, yeah. Did you find your wallet? No. I, never, wow. I didn't find anything. I was like, what the hell happened to me last night? You got accosted. And robbed. Probably. Did you check the ATMs? Or did they, uh, no, nothing was missing. Huh. I was just. It's still missing to this day. It's still missing There's to a this video day. of that somewhere. God, I wish oh, there there's, was. There's lots of videos. Or do I? I better not ever run for any political office because. Because then it's going to come out. Shit's gonna well, come maybe out. you should so we can find the wallet. That's fair. <laughs> I like it. I'm in. I'm in. Should I run for like city council or something or <sighs> commissioner of Grants Pass? We no, I, I think you should run for uh, <laughs> Josephine County Fairgrounds director. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you like okay. what I did there. Let's, uh, let's change the subject. Okay, yeah, all right. Get, sorry, sorry. I um, don't want to get canceled. And, uh, <laughs> I did, thought we already did. Uh, anywho, um, <laughs> did you uh, did you put together a Fast Five today, or is that just a Zoom thing? That's just a Zoom thing, and we couldn't thank God you got that text yesterday, too. Oh, I got it. Oh, Jesus. Nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite breakfast to make for your kids? Oh, God, I had no idea. Neither oh. did I. I, re- I, did, I did the whole deep dive on this guy, too. Yeah, me like, too. There's so so we uh, we had, <laughs> sorry, this is Billy's episode, man. We had Greg <laughs> Ellis on the podcast yesterday. Greg Ellis was in Pirates of the Caribbean, Titanic. Uh, he's a voice actor. He's a very, very well-spoken British man. Okay. And, and Barbara Walters, the co-host super, that's, super that's smart. How, that's how good this guy was. Super smart, a vocabulary and dialect like none other. And he has gone through some serious shit. Um, basically accused of things that weren't true and his children taken from him and his court and legal battles, et cetera, et cetera. And I read all of these things, but I assumed at the end of all that tragedy and story that there was some kind of some, some kind of resolve to it. He hasn't seen his kids in years and still can't. I didn't know that. So I'm asking him, so how did this all work out? And then he gave that long-winded response, which was great, but it didn't answer my question directly. And that's when I said, how often do you see your kids? I'm like, boom. And he's like, I don't. And I'm Ooh. Like, no fast five. No fast right. five. <laughs> so we do a, a segment called Fast Five where we ask five quick questions, and they typically revolve, range around your kids. You know, questions about your kids, what you do with your kids, what you make your kids, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, he texted me, don't do it. <laughs> and I, bro, you didn't have to text me, man. I knew right off the bat that it this is not a fast five day with this guy. But it was it turned out okay. You know, it was salvaged and saved, and we talked through it, and it was it was very enlightening and sad, man. You know, be thankful. I'm thankful, yeah, I'm thankful that we're not put in a position where a very uh, a mean, devious, evil person tries to separate you from your kids. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of dads, there's a lot of moms out there the same way that have to go through such things. I'd fight to the death, right? And, and, I, I did it for nine. I really years. would. And it so, and so is he. And he's writing books and put together an organization, et cetera, for it. And he's still, I think they said they were 14 and 17 now. And uh, I asked that question, well, they're going to be adults soon. Then what? He's like, well, as long as they haven't been brainwashed too terribly much by mom, we'll see what happens because he tries. But yeah, I would fight too. That's, that's, they are my sole, sole purpose for living these days. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure I'd be around a day if that son of mine wasn't born. I, I can't say it. I was going down a path of just n- not saying reckless and bad, but it, it wasn't good. You know, I, I, I didn't have anything to live for it, it but now I do. It's kind of one of those, we were talking about the Halloween thing, and right. I, I, I did the same thing on Halloween. Um, got, and it, got into the whiskey a little bit. Okay. And, uh, well, it is Billy London, the whiskey weekend, and, and Halloween happened to be on a weekend. Yeah, and so I got into the whiskey a little bit, and uh, I woke up the next day absolutely hating my life. And I'm like, I haven't felt like this in years. Sucks, doesn't it? And, and, and I, I realized, you know, I'm, I make those decisions based on, uh, I don't go out to the bars, like, very rarely, right? You know, and when I do, I try to. I have a, a like an off switch in my head where it's like, okay, time to stop drinking, because I know that those kids are going to be knocking on my door at six thirty in the morning, uh-huh. some Cheerios and some milk or whatever, you know. And so I, I base, you know, my adult life decisions based on what's going to happen the next day with those kids. And you know, there's 
you know, it, it's like clockwork. Even though I, I was in bed by uh, 10 o'clock last night, <laughs> they were at the door this morning, 6.30 a.m., Yep, knocking on the door. <laughs> oh, Yeah, man, the last time I drank, it was uh, we had Elvis Monroe and Fogline at Cedarwood. And I have no off switch. Oh, I just, that's bad. Yeah, I just I went hard and <sighs> made an ass of myself. What did you do that particular evening to make an ass of yourself? I'm not sure I've it's, heard this story. What didn't I do? Okay, like, I probably danced on the pool table. I got up and sang with them, and I don't sing. Um, I just I was mean. I was rude, and like when I drink whiskey, I get I turn into an asshole. Like, not me. I just I get mean, and I was just mean to everybody. Yeah, I've so, been I've been there, but. I always blamed it on uh, when I would get mean drinking whiskey. I would always blame it on the people that piss me off. <laughs> like, well, you shouldn't have pissed me off. I, I, exactly. I mean, it's not the whiskey that made me mean. It was you pissing me off. Yeah. Like, no, I just I realized like the next day I'm like, man, I have no like no self control. Like if I'm drinking, I'm gonna I'm going going big. Like I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> See, and I didn't realize I'm it gonna, went that big. I'm gonna drink every bit of alcohol in the bar. Yeah, I'm gonna That's, drink it all. Yeah. No, I, I didn't realize on Halloween that I went that hard, but it, I woke up the next day realizing it, and it, it wasn't good. But the off yeah. switch thing for me, like that off switch didn't kick in. That Maybe it's broken since it hasn't been used in a yeah, while. Who but, knows? Uh, but usually it's uh, – It's maybe rusted and it wasn't, yeah. wasn't moving. Usually I, I feel it's like Frank the Tank sometimes. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of afraid. That's probably what happened why you ended up in the field that night. You went streaking, dude. <laughs> it, it could have been. Who knows? <laughs> I do have a reputation of that. Okay. I've been kicked out of a few Medford bars for taking my clothes off. I'm going to reel it back in. I'm going to reel us back in here. Uh, we're getting close to the end of our time together. Um, I want to ask a couple more questions for you, Billy. Uh, do you worst event, worst thing that has happened to you when it comes to fatherhood? Hmm. Bad stories. That's a tough one. What's the toughest thing you've had to experience as a father parenting your children? And this can be lighthearted, man. No, well, not- this this is kind of a so I'm really I, I guess you could you could say kind of strict on certain things. Okay, and uh, we live in the age of technology, and it's a yes, it's a battle uh, for me. We don't let we don't let our daughter on YouTube. We don't let her on. A, a lot of things, you know, and there's kids that are her age getting cell phones now. I'm like, my daughter <clears throat> won't have a cell phone until she's actually needs a cell phone. But yeah. um, the the technology thing is really difficult because I feel like their lives revolve around they want to wake up in the morning. I want my tablet. I want my tablet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So now it's to the point where I use the tablet as leverage for for getting things yes. done. And yes. She lost hers for I don't know about a week. You know, she just wasn't listening, doing all the stuff and put it on top of the hutch that was up there for a week. And she goes, Daddy, can I have my tablet back? I've been really good. And I said, okay, here's the deal. One time it's gone again. And I want you, when I ask you to do something, it's not hang on. It's get up, do it, go back to what you were doing. Right. And she's been really good for a week and a half now. I was actually just talking about it this morning, but... Um, yeah, that, that's, that's one of the hardest things to navigate for me is, is the social media, like not social media, but technology, because she wants to get on things where there's just bad people, you know? Yep. And, and I don't want, I don't want, and that. we can't be there 24 yeah. seven hovering over the shoulder scares me to death. And so, you know, we limit what she can look at, you know, and what she can do on there. But 
you just never know. You never know what can happen. And so that that's one of those things that uh, that's been tough for me. Well, tough or not, that shows you're you're a good father with you know strong strong mind. Best thing as a father for you? Oh man, there's there's a lot of those. I know. Um, the the coolest thing right now is is both of my kids. They want to experience everything. Like my daughter played soccer. Um, she, you know, I'm I can't tell you I'm a big soccer fan, but. I enjoyed the heck out of watching her play soccer. Okay. You know, yeah. but I, um, just watching them learn and experience all these different things and what they like and what they don't like. And, you know, I mean, I can't say it's not cool that, that my daughter's got to get up on stage with me. And, and, uh, since she was literally, I mean, you can look back at social media. I have a picture of her when she's a year old and I'm holding mm-hmm. her on stage, you know? And so yeah, I brought my boy up born, introducing bands too. Yeah. Same thing, man. It's, it's, it's one amazing. of my favorite pictures. Yep. And, uh, you know, I mean, things that, like, I, I don't know. I guess my daughter has got to experience a lot of things that if I got to do that when I was her age, I would have been in dreamland. You know, it's uh, it, it's awesome being able to experience that type of stuff with my kids, getting them to see and do and just all of the things, you know, like it's it's awesome for me. All the things. Yeah. You can play a show with any artist or band living or dead. Oh, man. Who do you choose? <laughs> One night only. Rain or shine. That's a toss up, but because they're completely different artists, but I, I would say Garth. Okay. Um, Good answer. I mean, the other option would have been George. Like I said, they're completely opposite artists. Right. Garth is high energy and just going hard the whole time. George stands there and sings, but um, I think it would be an incredible night hanging out with Garth. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I how. just watched his Netflix documentary. Yeah. Dude, it'd be. Badass. I don't know how you couldn't have a have a epic night hanging out with Garth. Hashtag Garth. Yeah. We Garth, need you on the show. That's right. <laughs> We'd love to have you on Dadcast, Garth Brooks. Come on. Make make it happen for Next us. Next time Billy. he's in Tennessee, I'm gonna go hang out with him then. All right. Yeah, we'll, make that happen with I him. will fly right yeah, up. We'll fly right up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it happen if that happens. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. next for Billy Lund? Aside from moving to Tennessee. Um that's a good question. I kind of I'm fly by the seat of my pants, um, literally with everything. This this moving thing, and uh, I I, uh, I don't I can't say that I'm gonna play music out there, but I can't say that I'm not. But I know that ultimately I would love to have some sort of career working in music. Um, that you know, music is my favorite thing, um, and it's it's opened a lot of doors for me. It's got to I got to experience a lot of really awesome things with it, and. Um, I, it's hard to say. I mean, that's that's kind of the direction I want to go. I just want to get out there. I want to start living normal life again and uh, just kind of see where it takes us. I'm I'm a I'm a networker. I'm a go out and talk to everybody and see everything. And so I'm sure that's going to open some sort of door that that I've never uh, been behind before. Awesome. He is Billy Lund of the band Billy Lund and Whiskey Weekend which may or may not do music in the future we have that that story that chapter has yet to be written um he's an amazing dad i want to thank you very much man for your time coming on yeah, dadcast here making a rare in studio appearance with <laughs> us man it was fun we appreciate yeah. it uh thanks for having yeah, me dude. absolutely I, I man it. it's yeah, good times awesome good good stuff uh everyone billy lund look him up I, I just checked out his YouTube. There's only like four videos on there, by the way. I deleted but a bunch. Did you? Yeah. I was told by uh, by somebody I needed to only have certain ones on there. We were, we were applying to open for some different artists and stuff, and they just want to see the more uh, 
professional boom better videos gotcha and singing in bars and stuff well, like that google them okay. you can check out the amazing right. music of billy lund uh for everyone listening for everyone watching please like comment subscribe all that good stuff we appreciate you billy lund once again thank you so much for coming in godspeed i wish you very very much luck and good fortune in whatever you do and of course a long healthy happy life with that family of yours man thank you i appreciate it i'm excited all right man yeah. nick yeah thanks man this was fun All right. To everyone else, we will see you next week. Have a great rest of your day.